Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leverage Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way in pursuit of the three Ps, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced Profit First strategies and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. On today's episode, we hit step number 12, the final step in your Profit First implementation, and it is in the phase three, the iterative refinement phase. Step number 12 is to adjust your current allocation percentages per plan at the beginning of each quarter. So you're going to go back to where you created your rollout plan in step number seven. And remember in that rollout plan, we set what your allocation percentages will be for each quarter as you work towards incrementally adjusting those allocation percentages, those current allocation percentages or caps, so that over a period of four five, six, seven, eight quarters, you will hit your target allocation percentages, the taps, the ones that you are wanting to get to. And this is a great time, as Billy Ann mentioned last week in episode 35, about reviewing your financials and your books on a line-by-line basis with your bookkeeper at the end or really the beginning of each quarter once you close the quarter. And this is the time that you're going to also adjust your current allocation percentages per plan. So you'll just open up your allocation calculator, which of course is available on the resources and hopefully you have been using to make your allocation days super simple, but you'll just plug in the new percentages that you're going to be using for the upcoming quarter And voila, you are done. You have completed all 12 steps of implementing profit first in your business. Congratulations, doesn't it feel great? And you are on the path to permanent profitability. But to stay on that path, make sure that you guys are reviewing at least quarterly your financials on a line-by-line basis with your bookkeeper so that you can stay on top of expenses, You can keep that cash flow healthy. You can be looking at um, historical AR 
and who are your slow paying customers and how can you adjust and remedy that situation. Uh, Make sure that you're using your bookkeeper as that valuable resource, asking them for advice. But remember, the buck stops with you. You have to be the one to initiate that help and seek that help and advice from your bookkeeper. If you would like to work with a profit-first professional bookkeeper, accountant, or coach because you've listened to all of these steps and you have yet to take action on actually implementing Profit First, then please make sure that you go to our website, ProfitFirstNation.com and click on contact where you will be able to connect with a certified Profit First professional bookkeeper, accountant, or coach. And now that you have completed all of the 12 steps of implementing Profit First, maybe now it's also time, and this is a good time at the quarter to do this as well, of thinking that maybe you need to add additional accounts to your Profit First allocations. In our business, we have a payroll account So we actually allocate to payroll. In core Profit First, you allocate your payroll to operating expense, but we have added a payroll account as an allocation account. We have a sizable general liability policy for a business that does upwards of now $50 million a year. So that is a big bill that uh, comes to us annually. So we actually allocate... uh, every allocation day to a GL, a general liability insurance account, to help us make sure that we have that money set aside for when that bill comes due. The phrase, I think Aaron at Profit First Headquarters coined it, and that is, when in doubt, add an account. If there is something that you just feel you need to isolate, you need to monitor differently, you just need another bucket to put that money, then when in doubt, add an account. I think Mike has mentioned that uh, in one of his businesses, they have 15 allocation accounts. Some of those accounts they only use for events and purposes, so they're not necessarily allocating them every quarter, but when they get revenue for an event and such, they allocate it to that account so that it's there when they need to execute on the event, et cetera. So when in doubt, add an account. And I'd love to hear from you guys um, and be happy to share with everyone if you guys have already added accounts, what are those accounts and how do you add them and what purpose do they serve? So please connect with us by going to ProfitFirstNation.com and then click on the contact button And not only is that the place where you can connect with a certified Profit First professional bookkeeper, accountant, or coach, but is also where you can uh, connect with myself and Mike directly, send us an email. And if you have a Profit First Nation inspiration story that you would like to share with us, um, that is where we can also get the ball rolling on that and reach out to you to schedule you to be a guest on our podcast. Or if you're a little uh, podcast shy and just want to uh, type the message, we would love to share that with everyone on Profit First Nation. Speaking of which, I got a lovely email from Melanie and 
we're going to stop using last names on the podcast. Uh, So this was from Melanie. Danielle. Hello. It seems like eons since we last spoke in July, right? 2020? I'm excited to share we have been working with Dan Dogs of Every Single Bean since September now. Thanks so much for introducing us. Our allocating is easy as pie, and we are excited as we watch how we are moving closer to bringing home the kind of pay we deserve. Oh my goodness, can I repeat that? Our allocating is easy as pie, and we are excited as we watch how we are moving closer to bringing home the kind of pay we deserve. I listened to Surge and Burst twice yesterday. Sometimes I feel overwhelmed by what I have dubbed my 2020 quantum leap, growth as a businesswoman. I'm also growing clinically as a therapist through the challenges of navigating 2020 with clients. The overlap and integration of change processes in the two roles is incredible. I am truly expanding at a quantum rate, and much of it has felt like chaos. The larger perspective of your podcast, particularly this episode, was exactly what I needed this weekend. And in parentheses, I have fired three people and just laid off the first of two C team employees on Friday. The attached photo is taken from my vision board. I tacked up that image nearly a year ago when I knew I needed to look beyond my own limited, albeit pretty great, resources in Wichita, Kansas for mentoring. As I explained in July, I asked the universe for some pretty big things and I receive. Since June, I have been thinking of you as this watering resource. And I just wanted to say thank you. Please let me know how and when I can give back to you. Sincerely, Melanie. Oh my gosh. Well, I did reply to Melanie. Wow. Congratulations, Melanie. I am beyond thrilled for you. Your email is priceless. Thank you so much for taking the time to provide me with such a fantastic update. Isn't it amazing when we operate with specific intention on the results we want to achieve With self-accountability, discipline, and determination, we succeed. Would love to have you on the podcast in 2021 to share your Profit First story. Cheers to another profitable day, Melanie, your friend, Danielle. Oh my gosh, you guys, it's easy as pie. Melanie has made a quantum rate of transformation in implementing profit first in her business. And let me tell you this, by her firing her C-player employees and laying off another two C-player employees, um, she's already become way more profitable overnight with that move. It's about the intention that you set. If you want to be profitable, you can be profitable. You just have to put a little time and intention into this. If you have not completed the profit first implementation steps that we've covered over the last several episodes, dating back to, I think, episode 21, then dive in, 
pick up where you left off and let's get this done. Technically, this will come out during week 50 of the year, and it will be episode number 36, obviously. And so you've got two weeks. And usually, unless you're in retail, um, you might have a little bit more of downtime. So let's knock this out so that you are starting 2021 with everything in place that you can do your first allocation during those first two weeks in January or whatever your allocation schedule is going to be. And if you're interested in that image that Melanie um, has used on her vision board, then please check it out on our resources. We are doing visual recaps for the resources, and um, I will add that image to this episode's visual recap. We will not have show notes um, for this episode, but we will have the visual recap. If you would like our resources texted to you every week when each new episode comes out, then when you go to ProfitFirstNation.com to opt in and check out our resources, you can also opt in by providing your cell phone number. And then when you do that, we can text you um, the, the week's episode resource each week with each podcast episode. So that is pretty cool, my entrepreneurial friend. So as we wrap this episode, and we are also putting a bow on you finishing your Profit First 12 Steps to Implementation, I would like to share with you the epilogue from Profit First because I think the message and the timing of where you are in your implementation is perfect. Rick Barry is one of the greatest foul shooters of all time. He is a 12-time NBA All-Star and member of the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. His free throw record is 89.3%. In the NBA, the average is 75%, and many players miss half the time. Two of the greatest basketball players of all time, Shaquille O'Neal and Wilt Chamberlain, had a free throw percentage of less than 53%, and both missed more than 5,000 free throw attempts over the course of their careers. How did Barry sink so many free throws? He shot granny style, underhanded. The underhand shot ironically, is not with the hands under the basketball. The shooter's hands grip the sides of the ball with the ball held down about waist high. Then the shot is made by swinging the arms up and throwing the ball forward. Two interesting things happen. First, the arm movement is greatly simplified as opposed to the overhand shot that requires the coordination of a lot more joints and you can read that as more variables. The underhand shot keeps the arms locked and the wrists cocked. Read that as fewer variables. The result is a much more consistent shot. The other part is that it puts much more backspin on the ball, allowing it to land with a better placement. If it hits the rim, it bounces vertically more often which allows the ball to stay near the rim and means it's more likely to fall in. 
If you try and stick with a Rick Berry granny style shot, your free throw percentage will increase dramatically. And yet you probably wouldn't do it in front of your buddies. College and pro basketball players adopting granny style? Uh, hell no. Even though the most elite players are being paid millions to score points and using the granny style shot will even help them score more points, pro players don't take advantage of it. The fear of looking stupid or inexperienced wins out over logic, which tells players that the underhand shot will give them a higher success rate. It might also help them get into the record books. You see, Wilt Chamberlain, the guy with the meager free throw percentage, became a legend, in part when he scored a record-breaking 100 points for the Philadelphia Warriors over the New York Knicks in 1962, and he did it by scoring more free throw points. In fact, he broke a free throw record in that game. How did he do it? In that game, Chamberlain shot his free throws granny style. Who knew that granny was such a badass? I wish I could shoot like good old granny. Scratch that. I wish I'd keep shooting like her because I did when I was a little kid and never became too cool to compromise points. Lesson learned, Grandma. I will never be too cool to score more points and never ever too cool to compromise profit, even if no one else gets putting profit first. I couldn't be more thrilled that Profit First is catching on big time, but chances are you're still the first of your friends to implement Profit First, and just as good friends would behave when you are the first to try something new, they might mock you. Welcome to the granny shot of accounting and money management. Profit First. By implementing it, the odds for success and fulfillment in business are now in your favor. But to those unfamiliar with the system, it might appear to be an awkward or overly simplistic approach to accounting and bookkeeping. As you walk up to your own free throw line, the bank, and open a bunch of accounts that you know now will change your life, you may hear snickers and taunts. That's okay. Just like Barry, you know it works. And you're in good company. Daily, literally every single day, Mike and I receive at least 10 emails from people who have read Profit First or listened to the podcast telling them how applying it helped them turn their businesses around. That's just email. Mike also consistently gets Facebook posts, tweets, snail mail, and calls. And some people have even written articles about their profit-first success stories. Eradicating entrepreneurial poverty is Mike's life mission, my life mission, and the life mission of my fellow profit-first professionals. And you are part of eradicating entrepreneurial poverty, my entrepreneurial friends. We may struggle to remember all the names of the people that we worked with, but we remember the stories like the organic farmer who, after 14 years of losses, decided to give up and close the farm. Before she acted on her decision, she decided to try profit first. Within six months, she had turned her first profit. She was reinvigorated and her business was growing and profitable. 
a couple who raises horses in the middle of Australia in a town with a population of 10, wrote Mike not too long ago. Their marriage was on the rocks because their business was slowly sucking away at their souls. Then they read Profit First and applied what they learned. It saved their business and their marriage. Mike and I have heard from countless CEOs and entrepreneurs who've got their confidence back, their joy back, their sanity back, their weekends back, and from people who are no longer plagued with anxiety, insomnia, and other ailments caused by the challenge of running an unprofitable business. For Mike and I, running Profit First in our businesses has given us a complete confidence over our own finances and freed us from the endless search of a big payout. We're no longer looking for the Holy Grail. We don't need it. And we're not hoping that one day someone will swoop in and save us from check-by-check business by buying us out. Our businesses are profitable today and will continue to be profitable tomorrow, next month, and the years to come. We are debt-free and stringing together one small financial win after another on each of our allocation days. The normal response to fixing problems is try to change our habits. In The Power of Habit, Charles Dughig says habits are click whirl triggered by something like an empty bank account. Click, we go into our reactionary routine, like making a panicky collection calls, for example, and that's our whirr. As Doug Hick points out in his book, changing habits is possible, but it is also really, really hard. Instead, simple systems that capture the good parts of our habits and guard us from the bad parts will bring about positive and permanent change fast. That's all that Profit First is, a simple cash management system that works with us as we are. All you have to do is follow it. You don't have to get an MBA or take an accounting course or start devouring articles in the Wall Street Journal. You don't even need to know how to read your own income statement, cash flow statement, or balance sheet. You don't have to change or fix who you are for this to work. It just does. Why would we ask you to change who you are? You have been able to grow your own amazing business doing what you do, and that's remarkable by any measure. Now all we need to do is capture your good money habits and put guardrails up to protect you from your humanness. It really is this simple. We are going to put profit first, period. Step up to the line, ignore the naysayers, grip the ball, and throw that granny shot. Don't pay any mind to what others think. They just don't get it yet. Just as Barry and Chamberlain for that one legendary game racked up the points You'll watch your profit and your business grow while you do what comes naturally to you. And trust us, you surely won't look like a granny. You'll look more like an entrepreneurial genius. You don't need a miracle or a lucky night in Vegas. You don't need a windfall, a colossal client, or a worldwide phenomenon to realize the vision you've held for your business 
since you opened your first box of business cards. You simply need to put your profit first and everything else will fall into line. It's not rocket science. You don't have to have a truckload of karma to get it. Financial freedom really is just a few small plates away. It's just getting your butt to the bank, opening your allocation accounts, and starting to allocate to your accounts and putting profit first. Cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friend. If you're enjoying the show, I invite you to subscribe. You never want to miss a single episode. There's great stuff coming. Don't miss it. Subscribe now. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts, and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.